0: Welcome to the Antioch Initiative podcast, a podcast that focuses on the unreached of the world and seeing the Great Commission completed in our generation.
1: Hi, and welcome to the Antioch Initiative podcast. Today's guest is Mark Brink, director of Global Initiative with Assemblies of God World Missions, and we will start the interview with him in just a moment. But before we do, I'd like to take an opportunity to make sure you, our listeners, know about an amazing event we have coming up in about a month. On April the 9th, we'll have our fourth annual Run for the Unreached which is an advocacy run for people all around the world who still, 2,000 years later after Jesus gave the Great Commission, 2,000 years later still do not have access to the gospel. Well, our in-person event will again be at Normandale Lake Park in Bloomington, Minnesota. But we realize that our listeners are scattered literally all around the world and that many of you are not able to make it physically to Bloomington, Minnesota on April the 9th. But there's good news. Uh, We again have a virtual option and you can participate wherever you are. When you register a USA Address, by looking for the Run for the Unreached tab at theantiacinitiative.com, you will also be signing up to receive a Run for the Unreached t-shirt and Live Dead book in the mail. You will further have an opportunity to check in via Zoom on the day of the run, and you'll hear from missionary guests from around the world. So please register at theantiacinitiative.com and please join us on April the 9th as we run or walk for the Unreached. And now it's time for our interview with today's guest, mark brink the director of global initiative mark it's a privilege to sit and talk with you thanks nick
0: it's good to be with you looking forward to the conversation
1: yeah and uh, mark uh you've served you have served with global initiative for several years and you now serve as the director but would you mind sharing a little bit of your background and missions and the uh, experience you've had
0: sure i'm from south dakota um i came to the lord on a university campus um uh, and on that university campus, I was also called into missions. Wow. Um, filled with the Holy Spirit. It was it was kind of a dramatic change from studying pre-med to the Lord just completely changing Amen. the direction of our lives. And uh, called into the ministry, went away to school to prepare, started meeting Muslims. I was handed an Intercede, which is a magazine that this ministry produces now, and I learned about Muslims from it. And God started bringing Muslims into my life. And the next thing you knew, we went to Pakistan. So we spent 11 years in Pakistan. We were able to uh, start Teen Challenge there, get into the country that way. And uh, spent, uh, wow, 10 years with our family, just a young baby and getting started there. And and then 9-11 happened. Sure. 9-11 happened. Radicalism spread in that part of the world. And... Lots of people had to leave over the next 10 years, and right. we left in 2009 okay. and then joined this ministry global initiative in 2010.
1: Yeah, and then you served for a season, and then was it 2015 you became the director?
0: Is that right? Yeah, we started here in 2010. Um, started out really uh, going to university campuses okay. in our Chi Alphas and trying to encourage them yeah. to reach uh, international students, specifically Muslims, on their campus. Right. And then uh, Mark Hausfeld was the director at that time. And he transitioned on to the seminary, and then they asked me to direct the ministry in 2015.
1: That's amazing. And a neat thing for our listeners to know about uh, Global Initiative that used to be called Center for Muslim Ministry to Muslims, right? Yes. And it was founded by David Irwin, um, but he unfortunately passed away pretty soon. I mean, a year yeah. or two after founding the CMM. Uh, but then the leadership went to Del King's writer, who is... Um, from minneapolis and so we actually have the building where um, our india initiatives office is located is called the king's rider center yeah uh, after him and uh, in fact i was just telling you we were talking earlier that in our offices outside the atrium area before off where office is we have two pictures only two pictures of people uh, hanging in that hallway and one is David Irwin, who founded CMM. The other is Del Kingsrider, who was the second director.
0: Yeah. I think both of them had great connections up at the university and in that part of the world in, in Minnesota. Yeah. You know, David Irwin was a great educator. He was at the seminary. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then a group of people came together, leaders in the Assemblies of God Missions and said, man, we got to do something to reach Muslims with the gospel. What are we doing? We're missing out this component in our Assemblies of God world missions. And David Irwin was a part of that, and they asked him to be the first director. I remember a story, Nick. Hopefully this will touch your listeners. They were sitting in that meeting, and they were strategizing. And I think at that time, there was like only... 500 million Muslims, it was a smaller number, we're up to 1.9 billion now. Right. But there was 500 million, and they sat in there and they were strategizing, how are we gonna do this? How are we gonna reach these Muslims? And they started to put together these plans. And someone stood up, I, I don't know whether it was David Irwin or someone else, and they said, friends, this is a ridiculous plan. There's no way we can do this unless the Holy Spirit empowers us. Yeah. And it turned into a prayer meeting yeah. And out of that, really, Juma prayer started, too, Amen. praying before Muslims. So it was really a spirit-led uh, initiative from the very beginning, first by David Irwin sure. and then by Del Kingsrider.
1: Yeah, and Juma prayer fellowship has continued on in Minneapolis for since then. It's still going every Friday. A uh, group gathers on Zoom. We used to gather in the district office up until COVID, but every every Friday there's a group that gathers. And Bob Brenneman uh, is very faithful yeah. to that. Um, some of our listeners know about Bob Brenneman. But that's that's amazing. So uh grateful for the emphasis on prayer and by the way, we are at the Eniak Initiative are gonna be praying in about a week and a half for twenty four hours again for Muslims. Wonderful. Uh, starting on the eighteenth of March through March nineteenth. And any of our listeners who are interested in that, they can reach out to us and ask about that. But uh, we do that um, with the Antioch Initiative each semester at North Central University. And we pray for Muslims from all different countries in the world. I think we and, should uh, sign
0: up for that, probably. Yeah, well,
1: we... We, we, <laughs> uh, hey, we love your involvement. We talk about that when we get offline here a bit. Okay. But um, that'd be awesome. But, hey, we wanted you to um, share um a little bit more just about global initiative and um your mission and some of the things you're involved doing sure
0: yeah our mission statement says we're here to equip the church to reach reach muslims and we have this big vision statement that we say every muslim must know the truth about jesus you know they have a they have a story in the quran that says that he's a prophet but they don't know him as savior and lord and so we do training around the world all the way from like seminar level. If we came to your schools, we could even teach a, a course for credit. Sure. So we do this around the world. We have uh, some 40 locations around the world that we do this. And we really, Nick, we believe, you know, here in North America, we are the engine that has driven missions. Yeah. We have sent out so many missionaries, and we believe that this is the age of the Spirit yeah. when it was poured out, and that's why the Assemblies of God even came into existence was to evangelize the world. Well, now we have 69 million believers around the world. Amen. If we can empower them Amen. to reach Muslims with the gospel, I think we could we could get a lot accomplished. So that's our vision is to sure. help our national church, help believers around the world to reach Muslims.
1: That's amazing. And, um, yeah, when I mean, we served in India many years and we had often many times um, you know global ownership came and had people training and uh, many national um, people were re- I was impacted as well as many other Indians were greatly impacted by the training so grateful for the legacy and the heritage that's um yeah um, no
0: I Nick uh, just today I was meeting with one of our missions leaders over at our headquarters building and uh, he looked at me and he said mark we have seen it's unprecedented how God is moving in the Muslim world. We haven't seen anything like this before where now we're seeing what we call people movements. Yeah. We're seeing, we're seeing uh, whole ethnic groups that, you know, God is, God is stirring and moving and, and we're seeing churches planted amongst Muslims as never before, which is encouraging, Amen. but it's still a daunting task of 1.9 billion Muslims that we need to reach with the gospel. It's impossible, but not for God. Amen, that's right. With the help of God's Spirit and Him moving. You know, I've always thought this, Nick, and I know you believe this as a missionary too. You have to believe that the Holy Spirit is out there preparing hearts for us to encounter. Amen. It's not just us going there to try to convince people to become a Christian. The Holy Spirit's moving and working before we even get there. Amen.
1: Would you share um, some more, maybe some stories of things that um, Uh, how God is using Global Initiative right now?
0: Well, we train around the world. Um, I'll just tell a couple of stories that I can think of right off the top of my head. Um, We do training in Asia Pacific, uh, theological seminary. It's in the Philippines. Uh, Now 25 years, we're celebrating the 25th anniversary of that program. And um, I was there, uh, I think about five years ago. And i was I taught a class there. And one of the students that was in that class, you know, went back to his home country. It's in Asia. I won't mention the country, right? And I got an email from him about well, six months ago. And he said, "Mark, the Lord is really blessing. we We left that training, and we felt such a burden. We had one place where we thought we were going to go in the country. It yeah. had a lot of Christians in there. And we wanted to try to reach Muslims in this Christian area, right but he said, the Lord really direct, redirected our our hearts and we the Lord said, "Go to this area where there is no churches, Wow, and start trying to reach Muslims there. They went there and uh it took them four years, but they have now they have ten groups, ten Thanks house God. churches, Amen. all of former Muslims. so That's... um you know it it takes the spirit's empowerment, but it, boy, it also takes a determination right. And to hear the Lord's voice of where you're supposed to go. And that's what we really hope in our training is that people will hear the voice of the Spirit speaking to them of, of where they should go and how they should plant the church. Makes all the in difference. In those areas. Yeah. We just heard a testimony of training in the Philippines. Oh, I shouldn't I'll, I'll say that. I won't say the area, but right. a predominantly area, Muslim area in the Philippines. And we've heard about the Lord just doing great things and there's there's whole people movement coming to Christ in this one area in the Philippines. So God is moving. He's Amen. working. Amen.
1: That's that's amazing. And uh, you um, also shared with me um, earlier about just some amazing resources here. Um, I was I was really impressed with the fact that Don McCurry uh, apparently has given Global Initiative all the rights to all of his books.
0: Is that- yeah, Don McCurry has been a partner with the ministry for many years. Uh, I don't know, 20, 30 years. Yeah. He was the person that started the Zwemer Center yeah. Which is a very famous training, one of the first training lo- places, I think, in the U.S., where they're training lots of workers to go to the Muslim world. Yeah. And uh, great brother in the Lord, um, and oh, he's easy. come to retirement. Yeah. And he just said, you've been such a blessing to me and provided training around the world, opportunities. And he said, we want to give... All of our resources to you.
1: I mean, these are just great, amazing things. This, one of his books is Stepping Stones to Eternity, from the Quran to the Bible. Uh, I mean, this it, Talking about Jesus from the Quran to the Bible. Amazing resource I've read uh, some time back. Amazing. Apparently, he has a, this, this trail of blood is amazing here. It talks about sacrificing the Quran and the Bible from Adam to the throne. Mm-hmm. And a new one here I haven't had a chance to read yet, but it looks amazing. Jesus' love for folk Muslims. Yeah. some I can't wait to dig into that.
0: Yeah, and his book, Healing the Broken Family of Abraham, I mean, that's been one of our textbooks. Sure. That we've Ever since I've been with the ministry for yeah. a couple decades almost, this has been yeah. the main textbook we'll use around the world. Yeah, I remember I went through,
1: many years ago, I went through training with Global Initiative um, when we were first being trained to go out to the field, and that was one of the texts that we had. Yeah, so that yep. was, um, I haven't looked at it in probably about, 25 years, but uh, that's amazing.
0: We're talking with some missions leaders. Could we see these put into other languages? Could we see them even contextualize if things need to be changed a little bit? Could they be put into different languages? And bless the church, global church. So we're looking into that right
1: now. Don McCurry, he's a gem, and so it's just a blessing, the the connection and his materials. You also shared about you have this Journey to Maturity book, which is also... Please tell us about that.
0: Yeah, this is a book that our team members have written here in the past um, in the past four or five years. Journey to Understanding. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Journey to the Understanding. Journey yeah. to Understanding. The Journey to Maturity book is actually a discipleship to help disciple Muslims that come to Christ. But Journey to Understanding is basically meant for lay people to, you know, we have people come to us and say, oh, man, my neighbor is a Muslim. I want to try to reach him with the gospel. What do I do? Right. This book kind of just starts with, hey, you need to get a love for Muslims first. You need to break down that anger or that fear or that indifference. Yeah. And then... Uh, it gives some conversation. It gives practical tools in there that you can start approaching Muslims and and befriending them. That's amazing. Um, so.
1: yeah. And um, so now I we just mentioned a bunch of books here, and um, there's other resources here that you have. I know um, just books that talk about questions Muslims ask, what Christians need to know about Muslims, sharing your faith with Muslims. I'm assuming you can access these if people look at your website. Is that all of them are on the website, and the website yep. is. ReachingMuslimPeoples.com ReachingMuslimPeoples.com So we definitely yep. want to uh, point our listeners to your website. And if they're, uh, our listeners are interested in having uh, someone from Global Initiative come and do training, uh, in their country where they serve, in their church where they serve, um, in their on their university campus. I mean, wh- how would they? What would be the process of having someone from global? What do you do? How can they reach out to you on that sure. website itself, or is yeah, no... right
0: on the website? There's a contact place where they can write into us and request training. And yeah, we'll do it from all the way to seminar level, all the way up to doctoral work if they wanna. If sure. universities want to invite us to come, our heart is just. Many Muslims can even live here in America. Right. In in and there's churches right next door, but they've never talked to a Christian. Yeah. And our Christians never even engage them. Uh so the statistics tell us that about 86% of Muslims have never met a Christian globally. And that happens right here in America. People sure. just ignore them and walk by them. Yeah.
1: One um I mean, you're also talking about the opportunity we have now with all these Afghanis coming to America. You're sharing how your church here in the in Springfield area is actually yep. helping to um, bring in some of those people to the area. And I know that many of our listeners are in the States. they could, Their churches, their groups could also be a part of hosting. Um, that's an amazing opportunity. I think that
0: churches really need to consider the internationals that are coming to their city sure. and see that as a viable ministry out of any church. Sure. If somebody just gets a vision for it, there are resettlement organizations in, in most cities where they're sure. placing internationals that are coming as immigrants or refugees, Yeah. and they can just sign up and start sponsoring people. Like for us, with these four Afghan men, they all fought with our U.S. military, Sure. Um, shared stories about uh, being in combat with our soldiers, and now they're on the run from the Taliban, their families are. Yeah. And the U.S. government brought them here. There's not a lot of funding for them, so what they need is they need sponsors to help them set up their homes, sure. provide the furniture for them, even to help with food. Sure. So we chose four four men between the ages of 23 and 32 that um, yeah we can start interacting with. And the fun thing, uh, you know, I go to a church here that is kind of it. They don't have a lot of people that don't look like them. Sure. There's not a big racial diversity. And a lot of them have fear, anger, or anxiety of seeing, you know, Muslims because of 9-11. And now we've seen the atmosphere start to change in the church. You know, the walls have been broken down. And it's interesting, Nick, uh, the ones that have been broken down the most and, and helping to engage them are the younger generation sure it's the younger generation from 20 to 30 it's that young college generation they've got a burden now we've got these afghan men going every sunday night to a church Amen. to go play volleyball with the young people they pray before the volleyball they're hearing prayer they're being around christians yeah um that's the best way to break down the walls that they hear the gospel
1: that's awesome
0: so um yeah. god's doing it god god's doing it I, I pray that all these afghans that are coming it would be a christian that would be the first one to engage them and not a Mormon or a false cold or something or, sure. you know, people that have no interest in God. Yeah. Well, it's
1: an amazing, amazing opportunity. And I uh, just feel grateful for, for you and for Global Initiative. And, uh, yeah, and thanks for being with us today just on the podcast to share a little bit about um, what you guys do and the great impact. You get all around the world, training all around the world, and uh, grateful
0: for that. Just keep praying. Keep praying. If, if you're not praying on Friday for Muslims, join our Juma Prayer Fellowship. They can do that. We have an app. Uh, on Is the that app information store. also on the website? It's all on the website. Okay. Yep. Wonderful. And, you know, the uh, the burden to reach people starts in prayer. Yeah. That's where I see it. And, you know, uh, it's hard to hate people that you're willing to pray for. Amen. And when we get to that place, then it'll be easier to walk up to a Muslim and say hey, hello and, and start engaging them. Yeah. Befriending them. Sounds great. Well, Mark, thank you for your time today and
1: for joining us on the, on the podcast. And we pray God's continue blessings over Global Initiative. Thanks. I hope I can get up the
0: North Central soon. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of the Antioch Initiative podcast. To keep up with future episodes, follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow our social media handles at the Antioch Initiative to stay up to date on all future content.